The James Suckling Podcast. Wine ratings, reports, interviews and more. Thomas, great to see you. Great to see you too. It's been a while. Yeah, it has. And anyways, this is the best we can do for now. But, you know, when I tasted your wine yesterday, I said, I got to talk to Thomas because, um, you know, I tasted it blind. I didn't even know that, that you guys had sent samples. And all I saw was that it said Margot. So I was tasting the wine. I loved the depth of fruit and the balance the beautiful tannins. And then, you know, I gave a um, very high score and then I pulled the bag off and it was Palmer. And I just go, you know, I got to have a quick chat with Thomas and, and hear like how, like, you know, I had some problems. I gave it a very good score, but I was a bit confused. It was sort of me, you know, that's why the subject line I said, white swan, because for me, it was a little bit of an ugly, you know, it was a little bit of a black swan. It was a little bit, you know, um, strange from barrel because it was so concentrated and how it's come out is fantastic. So tell me the story, like, how, you know, what did you do? Well, but you remember uh, we had a, quite a challenging season in, in 18 uh, with an extremely low crop because of uh, mildew pressure. Uh, what we had left was more or less one, one bunch per vine. So um, um, great condition, fantastic conditions in the summer uh, and in, in September, plus super low yield made a, a very strange beast. Uh, yeah. and, and, and you're right, you know, uh, the, the wine was quite strange uh, when we um, presented it en primeur, uh, to, well, almost two years ago. Yeah. Uh, it was like, um, you know, uh, a beast that had to be educated. Um, and, uh, well, that's, that's what we have to do uh, uh, with élevage, uh, barrel aging um, and even food aging. I'll tell you a, bit about, uh, a little bit about that. Uh, was really crucial to try to manage the power um, of, of this wine. That was an unusual panel. And, um, and so we really tried to manage um, uh, the élevage in two parts. First part, uh, for the first 10 months, where we really had to, to raise the wine. So the, the, um, the air, the oxygen was very important to, uh, to polish the tannin. And the second part of the élevage before bottling, so the second year, was really to refine the wine. And um, for the first time in 18, with this vintage, we experimented um, uh, something a little bit different. You know, traditionally in Bordeaux, we use barrels. Yeah. Uh, when uh, in Chianti, that you know a little bit, uh, yeah. they use both uh, the grande, you know? Yeah. Uh, so what we try to do for, um, let's say, 25% uh, of the volume was to age the first 10 months in barrels to build and the second 10 months in Botte Grande, in big food, as we say in French, yeah. 29 hectolitres. And I think it works extremely well because, um, 
because while you don't feel the oak, uh, you wow. feel the potential and, and the, the incredible power of this wine. Um, but but this is palm oak. The, the, the type of the grain of tannin is there. And that was not obvious at the beginning. I think you were right. That's amazing. And for example, what, what was it? It was something like you made 30% of a normal uh, harvest for Palmer? The, how small the production well, was? It, no, it was, it, it was less than that. It was like, uh, yeah, 25%, not even 30% of a normal crop. You know, we, we, we usually do uh, when everything goes well, 35 to 40 hectoliters per hectare. In 18, it was 11. So, I mean, I sure. had like... Uh, uh, most of the cellar totally empty, depressing, totally depressing. But thank God the, the, the quality was there. And so uh, I, it saved me a little bit, I should say. I know, because, I remember. Uh, so, I was nervous for you. We've known one another for a long time. And when I tasted it, I was like, oh, my God, this is, you know, what's going on here? And, uh, and also the small production. And the mildew really affected you because uh, – of biodynamic um, viticulture, yeah. so people suffered more. But here you are with a, a splendid wine, I, and I remember tasting it. It was like it was like a grape puree or something. It was so <laughs> dense and you know and raw, not in a negative way, but it was really hard to understand. And that's why I was so excited when I just by chance. It was in this strict, you know, 20 wines around the table. And I tasted it. I was like, whoa, this is fantastic. I honestly, I, it's, you know, even you, uh, what, what can, you know, you can teach a dog, an, an old dog new tricks. Like for me, I'd never seen this, you know, something meta, metamorphosized into something like that. And it's just, I don't mm -hmm. know, that's a combination of your winemaking prowess but also the terroir that even under those circumstances, it can make phenomenal wine. What do you think? No, but I think, I mean, first of all, uh, wonderful that you had a chance to taste it blind because, yeah. well, that's really the, the, the best thing to, to feel, uh, to have sensations. And second of all, I mean, it's not by chance that we age wines in Bordeaux. Uh, we age wines before bottling because, I mean, it helps. It helps to build a wine. So, well, to grow a vineyard, to produce fruit, to uh, vinify, so to, to ferment and to extract, and then to age is part of the full package. The, the last part is what all wine lovers will have to do, is to keep this bottle of wine carefully in the cellar to understand when is the right time to open it, you know. What do you... It must be hard to compare... Uh, the 2018 Palmer to another vintage. Obviously, you weren't making the wines like the one of the legends is 61 or, you know, 83. This is better than 83. But hmm. is there any? I think it, it, you're right. It, it's, it's quite difficult to compare it with any other vintages uh, just because it is totally uncommon. Um, yeah. You mentioned 61. There is one common point with 61 is the yield. In 61, the yield was extremely low. It was more or less the same, around 11 hectoliters per hectare for, uh, for other reasons. It was not mildew, it was frost. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but uh, and, and 61 is, is, 61 Palma is a legend, 
but it's also um, a strange beast, you know. Yeah. It's like a milestone of the property, as I think the 18 will be uh, in the in the future. And so, so how are you feeling now? You must have had some sleepless nights over all that. Are you feeling better? Yeah, I, I feel much better uh, <laughs> again because because we have this 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 quality in the bottle. Uh, also, because 19 was uh, an easier vintage mildew wise. Uh, we we had a, a, a great crop, so um, so that was that was fantastic. And also uh, because in 2020. Um, we had a very difficult spring uh, again, mm -hmm. and uh, we were able to manage it uh, pretty decently. So, um, so it means that you know uh, the, the, this route, this type of agriculture, this type of viticulture, is not an easy one. It's not an easy route. It takes time, um, and, and and every year we learn a little bit better. And um, and now I really have the feeling that we are able to handle a difficult situation uh, better than, than in the past. So, so yeah, uh, well, I don't have a lot of air left, but you know, that's, that's the way it is. Okay, Thomas, look, well, I just wanted to have a quick chat and uh, we're actually gonna post uh, the, uh, the rating today with the 400 other wines or um, early uh, tomorrow, but thanks again. And I look forward to tasting the 20 on premiere with you uh, in April or uh, May. Looking forward to it too. Okay, thanks again. Good to see you again. And, Bye, and well done. Okay, mon ami, merci. Bye-bye, merci. Ciao. Ciao. Ciao.